0: This is the Glasses by Day, Geek by Night podcast. I'm Matt, and today I'm going to be doing Rewatch. So Rewatch is where I compare and contrast a TV series to its comic counterpart. So on the agenda, and it has been a while since I've um, got back to this, but it is invincible. So we're up to episode 6. So episode 6 is called We Need to Talk. So We Need to Talk. It's a pretty decent episode. It really gets going towards the end. Um, I'm going to start right at the beginning. So... (sighs) The car ride home from uh, the, the university after all the drama in the last episode. I'm going to say this once and once only. Amber is actually right. So if you've listened to, hopefully listened to the previous ones, I'm not the biggest fan of Amber. Not the biggest fan. But in this scenario, she is absolutely right. Mark abandoned her. She's allowed to be a bit pissed off about the whole thing. Although, Invincible did save the day. Mark did abandon her. Um, then we go on to debbie yeah i feel like they need to get a grip on what they're doing between the comic and the series because i feel like she's like bobbing and weaving she's dipping and diving she needs to pick a side she in the last episode she basically uh, maybe it's an alcohol thing with debbie they're like and i get that you're like in the comic she is an alcoholic like and i get that's where they're going in the series but she really gets like up you know up his ass basically when she's uh, when she's had a few, so debbie really needs to get a grip. he did kill the guardian, she knows that she knows he lied, he's shifting his fuck all the way through, and yet it's like she she wants to believe i get that she wants to believe that he's right, but come on in the comics, at least she was clueless as fuck and didn't have <laughs> didn't have uh, you know didn't have any idea what he was up to, but come on. I kind of feel like in this, you know that he's chifty. You, you've got to, you know, like, get on it. Then we go back to Amber. Um, oh, Amber. Oh. Um, and he's chasing her from the car. He wants he wants her to know that he, you know, he's sorry and he's about to tell her the truth. That, that's a mistake. I know it's been, I'd, you know, I get that you've been going out with this girl for what? a few months, do you know what I mean, I feel like later on in the episode it does say 5 months but can't be that long, I'm not having it so you've been going out with this girl for 5 months and you haven't gone to tell her up to now why have you decided now, just because she's pissy with you, nah I'm not having it Um yeah so him telling her complete utter, botch of a go, doesn't need to do it Um yeah I kind of feel like realistically that could have been the idea to get rid of Amber altogether, and they did not take the bait. So I'm a little bit wound up with that because, you know, as you know, I'm, you know, hashtag get rid of Amber. Yeah, we need her else, let's just put it that way. Anyway, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Globe, even. So generally don't have much to say about the Guardians' voice acting, can take it or leave it. Um, that said, it's it's been bugging me for a couple of episodes, and I've left it. But today, just Monster Girl comes back from the hospital, and they're all like, "Hey, girl," and all this. And Samson, he just winding me off. What was it? Carrie Payton, um, great actor, even better voice actor. He voices Cyborg from the Teen Titans, one of the best, you know, superhero animated shows ever. Enough said he's great but his voice just does not in my eyes fit Samson whatsoever and it just winds me up the further we get into it it just it doesn't seem like it fits the face and um, the robot stuff is an overlying story that will come back and be more interesting down the line and um, we get by the end of the episode what um what he's been up to what he's after and all this but actually it it leads into so much so many better stories um William and Mark having a chat in the car. I I like this scene. I kind of feel like it it was it was a good scene. It's probably one of the the more wholesome scenes of the whole thing. Um, William being gay off the bat didn't bother me in the comic. He's not gay. Um, he's he's overcompensating a anything. Do you know what I mean? Um, I do feel like they had the opportunity much more with him to do something with storyline wise. Although maybe they thought that they had other stories to tell and not a lot to do it with. I don't know. They, to be fair, I feel like they could have shaved Amber's airtime down. Um, Cecil. So, <laughs> when Debbie slapped Cecil in this episode, I'm like, I don't, I feel like she needed a slap back, honestly. Do you know what I mean? She's like, how could you not tell me? And he's like, yeah, the one thing he didn't say was, you married him, bitch. Do you know what I mean? Come on. You married him. You can't be hitting see for keeping you like, you know, a secret. He's it's a, a super spy. He's supposed to keep secrets. Um, I like the scene with Omni Man in the mountains. It kind of showing that he's struggling a little with the yeah you know, with his you know what's going on. I kind of feel like in the comics he seemed to struggle a lot more with it. He didn't seem to be as evil. As such, you know what I mean. It really did seem like it was a, you know, he was having an issue with it that he was trying to talk himself into it. I kind of feel like, he, in the series he does have a niggling douse that you know, like yeah, like his human side is like having a little bit of a chat with him. But I think he's leading with his viltrumite side, and whereas in the comic, I always felt like his human side was leading to a certain extent. But his Viltrumite side was, like, coming back to haunt and kind of thing. So, I don't know. Um, Then we get on to the robot. Yeah, like, where uh, Rudy's been put into the body. And he lets his little crippled self die kind of thing. And um, then he says that he's taking them all back to prison. And they're like, you're a teenage kid and all this. And then he fires two robots at them, And they beat them down, and then you know, we have you know, robot mega bot van thing. Uh it it just looked looked awful. Unnecessary for it to look like that. I feel like it was a bit lazy. It was a bit pointless as well. Uh, it's just a bit meh. Um At what point did they actually think that normal bullets are gonna hit hair Omni Man as well? Uh you know what i feel like these scenes are much better than we got in the comic i kind of feel like towards the end of volume one they skirt over this stuff and there is a lot of violence especially you know in the what would be the next issue for the comic kind of thing where um omni man and mark fight but i kind of feel like um in this series they go into a lot more detail about it all Do you know what i mean like it just shows Nolan, like, really losing the, the plot. I kind of feel like the series is, you know, really has Nolan as the bad guy. You know, the comic, like I said, at least hasn't torn between the two lives. I feel like he's, like, set on this now. He's like, I'm doing this, do you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like maybe it's the, the, the bobbing and weaving between the, the series and the comics too much for me at the moment rather than just picking a path. Like, I feel like if you look at other comic book entities... I'm going to use Kick-Ass as an explanation kind of thing. As my example, even. That the book was really good. The book had um, the main character... Yeah, my mind went where... Dave. Dave um, having a... he, He does win the day and all that in the end. But he's no better off in his personal life. Whereas in their series... They, in the, in the TV in their film, they kind of make him into ultra hero. The girl knows he's um, kick ass and all this, and I kind of feel like they, they they destroyed the actual comic side of it a little bit more more than they needed to. And then when you got to the second film, it didn't work. And I feel like they're trying their best to keep the comic side of this the Invincible alive, but. You know, they changed quite a lot in the beginning with the order in which everything happened. It's the same storyline, but it's just the order went wrong. So I kind of feel like because they're trying to you know, fix the problems that they've made for themselves with going out of order, that some of it doesn't make sense. Like Debbie, all the way through, I've said this all the way through, her reaction to everything doesn't make sense because it's out of order. I kinda of feel like if you'd had her figuring it out much later on down the line, some of the things she did earlier it would make much more sense. And I kinda of feel like they I uh, don't know. It could also be the voice acting. Yeah, like I've I've said previously that I love JK Simmons in the in the roles on me, man. But I really feel like the voice acting in general of the whole series leaves me wanting. Maybe it's the directing, who knows, something's off there. Could be the writing and um, that they're trying to Use the source material, but not use the source material, and they find it hard to bob and weave. But something's not quite right for me. Uh, it could be both. I don't know. It could be directing. Could be voice acting. Could be the yeah you know, you know the writing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Something's off, and I feel like hopefully they they by the end of season two they've they've got it back on track for me. I'm probably in the minority here because I feel like I'm like I really love the comic, and I feel like. Yeah, I think that can be a problem in a lot of ways. Like I've watched series and not read the book on certain programs and stuff like that and really enjoyed the, see- the series and you get a lot of people going, nah, it's not good to the source material and stuff like that. So, who knows? Uh, at the moment, though, I'd say that William, the guy who plays William, is the best voice actor for me at the moment. It, I feel like he might be the best character. He's the only one who, they they've switched him up into this ultra gay character kind of thing and then they've left him there and that's fine with me i quite like that you know what i mean it needed you know i can live with that version of him i kind of feel like they they're not trying to make him into the the comic version and then back to the series version and and i feel like they're doing that with a lot of them um the action is really revving up towards the season finale of season the, the finale of season one which yeah, by the end, yeah, I think it's you can see where it's really heading at this point. Um, Mark and Eve need to meet up and talk more. You know, hashtag get rid of Amber. Um, I think the showrunners had definitely been watching Justice League Unlimited with their satellite space beam, um, that basically, um, you know almost takes Omni Man out. Literally, been done before. Although in Justice League Unlimited, Lex Luthor wasn't trying to kill everyone or anyone. Um, I love that line. Four hundred mil for the world's <laughs> the world's most expensive nosebleed. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I think the idea of throwing things that might be able to slow down or kill Nolan at him is a great idea and looks great on screen. I love the big tentacled monster and stuff like that. And, um, I love the what are what are they called? The, the, the zombie guys. Can't think of their names at this moment in time. They evade me. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a really good end to this, the episode. I, I love the fact that. Uh, yeah, you know, Mark and the whole world see Omni-Man, see Nolan take out um, the Immortal completely and utterly. I know the Immortal attacked him, so realistically, he could probably talk his way out of it. But, mm, no, I'm not so sure. I love where it's going, and the next episode promises to be really, really good. The end of Volume 1 of Invincible the comic is really, really good, but it just gets better from there. Do you know what I mean? So, this has been Rewatch, and I'm Matt, and it's been the Glasses by Day, Geek by Night Podcast. Thanks for listening.